This is your host, Juan Carlos, and I'm here with my boy, Santi. What's up, everyone? We're here for the gentlemen that are trying to grow, that are trying to become better, that are, that are tired. They're tired of feeling like they got to fit a mold, like they got to hide their emotions, um, you know, that are just trying to figure out what the fuck do we do now to start to change this shit. And so, you know, we don't have the answers, but we're documenting our journey and we're hoping that some of this stuff resonates with the, uh, you guys. So here we are. How you doing, Papa? Doing doing all right, bro. Fucking, you know, it's Monday today. So Monday's always kind of sick. But um, but yeah, dude, doing pretty good. I actually, I didn't, you know, just a full disclosure, everyone. Before Sometimes before we start this podcast, me and Carlos just fucking talk. Like, we just end up talking, just behind the scenes stuff, you know? And um but this is one thing I didn't mention to you. Uh, I actually recently started journaling, bro. Like, and now really? I'm not journaling like, so yes. And so the reason being is uh, last Thursday during the men's group, you know, I was just talking to the guys and I think I had asked them like, do you all journal what it does for them? And I, I think at that point I was just like, you know what? Like just go grab the nearest notebook and just start fucking writing. And so since Thursday, like, I, I can't say they're like journal entries where it's like, dear diary today. Da, 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 da. Right. It, right. Honestly, it almost feels like I'm just jotting notes throughout the day. Like, you know, okay. I mean? so like, 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 some, like the sentence, for example, that today I'm anxious as fuck. That's it. Like, you know, mm. and, but like, just, the, raw. The, just, just to write it down. Like, you know what I mean? Or I even have here like to do things like, you know, just remember, do this. Do so it's not really even like, journaling for any other than just to fucking put it on a piece of paper just externalizing all that right yeah because i mean i am definitely starting to realize that you know um like and I, and I talked about this in the group too i think sometimes and i don't think i'm alone in this i may be and i i, I kind of hope i'm not because then i'm like okay i think i need to go talk to someone but um but like like I, I almost feel this fucking this internal battle that happens within my mind of like and I, I may have mentioned this before where you know where something happens and you think something you know and that thought could totally be something you would never say out loud or something that you totally vibe with but it's like that it wasn't voluntary there's a sense of involuntariness that when it comes to just off the cuff like what are you thinking carl you know what i mean mm. there, there can be thoughts that enter your mind that it's like i didn't i didn't place that in there intentionally it just kind of came to me and then you work with that thought right and i think there's times where those initial thoughts become more and more intense for me to a point where i kind of i lose touch up with reality sometimes like i, I i'm not I'm not even like, it's not even making sense anymore yet. For some reason I'm, I'm thinking and to a certain extent, even believing it fucking great example I could give. And I would do this all the time as a kid where like, this is, this is going to sound silly, but I, like, I remember there'd be times that where I'd be in the fucking, in the car with my mom and we'd be on the fucking freeway 
And, you know, obviously there's cars on the left going the opposite way and you're going one way. And in my head, I'd be thinking like, oh, we're going on an adventure to fucking, I don't know, meet King Kong or some shit. Like, and we're going to go battle King Kong. And these people on the left, they're fucking leaving. They're like fleeing and we're going towards the dude. But I shit you not. And like, it would start off as fun, but it would get to a point where like, like my heart would start racing and I would start thinking like, oh dude, no, like we're fucking gonna go like, or like something's uh, gonna, like, it, it just, you know, and not, not to a point where like, I really fucking went full on, but enough where like, I would start feeling nervous. I would start getting that anxiety. And that's just an example. I, I feel like, I mean, you could fill in the blanks as to like coming up with a scenario that maybe even makes a little bit of sense. And then it just kind of fucking evolves from, so anyways, I, I definitely felt that, especially lately, um, you know, with, with me trying to process a few things, um, um, just personal shit, like, you know, uh, which I mean, I could get into later, but um, just I like how I'm processing them and how in touch with reality am I really? Because I'm starting, like, I'm not starting to realize, I have realized that I very easily just go off the rails and, and, and I can kind of even like process things maybe incorrectly. I don't know if that's the case, you know, or, okay. you know, or I'm just not processing it with a solid foundation of understanding like the truth, you know what I mean? It's, it's my interpretation or not even mine. Like I said, it's this, like my mind, wherever the fuck my mind takes me, you know, um, and so I, I just felt like journaling would just make it easier for me to, to just at least document what the fuck I'm feeling, what's going on. Like the most observant things that you can't deny, you know what I mean? Um, right. Or if I feel a certain way, fucking write it down. What are you feeling, you know? Um, and I mean, I don't even know how that like ties into like my mind and how shit goes, but I don't know, dude, fucking there's just, I, I feel like there's definitely a lot that you know, that, I, you know, I'm just trying to fucking figure out in my head. And I just think document it, documenting it will allow me to just at least let me drop it. Because once I write it down, there's okay, that's it. You yeah. it? Stop chopping it up anymore because it's not really productive. You know, I, I don't know if you've been there, but yeah. 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 You know, something that uh, for me was very beneficial for drawing. And by the way, thank you for sharing that, dude. I'm fucking I'm excited for you. I think it's yeah. badass, man. For me, you know, with that, like the journaling, what it really helped me with was with my overthinking and, mm -hmm. and with like really slowing myself down. Right. Because like, not only do I overthink, but like my mind will race, bro. Like literally it's just like one thought after another, after another, after another. And so it used to be a night thing, you know, where like at the end of the day, like self-reflection, I'll put my thoughts down on what I'm grateful for and what I've learned today and how I feel at the end of the day and all that. Right. Which uh, was very beneficial too, just to kind of recap. But for me, I was doing a lot of that too. Um, I didn't have like an actual like journal journal, but because of work, I have papers that like, I literally like just randomly in random fucking places, bro. I would write what was on my mind, especially when it was something that I felt like was getting, was starting to get too intense. I almost felt like I needed to release it before it like, you know, turned into some, some worse. Right. And, and one thing that I found that that helped me with was slowing myself down because at that point I start, I start really thinking about what I'm, what's going on in my head. And I can't like, 
I'm not able to just move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and next because I'm still trying to write that first one down, you know. And so there was, and there, there was also this like this sense of laziness too that was like I don't really want to fucking write these thirty sentences, so I'm gonna slow my mind down too, you know. Um, but yeah, that's cool. You're gonna have to keep me updated on that, just how yeah. how it goes and how you feel. Dude, yeah, and like I I really do think it's been helpful. When did you start this? Uh, last Thursday. Uh, okay. Okay. Like I said, like, you know, even accepting the fact that I'm that way, like, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I was thinking about it today. It was like, I, I feel like my whole life I've been fighting it. Like I'm fight. It's like, stop. You're not It's like, maybe this is one of those things. You just fucking go with it. You accept it, you write it down. And then you let it go. Like, you know, um, yeah. And, and I think this has been a very effective tool. Once again, not necessarily to stop it, but at least manipulate it. You know what I mean? Because once I see it down here, it's like, oh, that, that's as far as it went. Like, there's no need to continue elaborating on it, you know? Right. Just just fucking take what you see as truth and, and go with that, you know? Um, and, but like, and it's easy, it's easier said than done. I just think this is this is a, a small tool that helps me in, in doing that or doing it with more like integrity, I guess, you know, because I'm sure we've all even been there where it's like, fine, I'll take it as truth, but you're still kind of struggling with it. Like <laughs> maybe on the outside you're taking it as truth, but inside you're still stuck on that thought, you know? Right. And I almost feel like that's worse. Right. right? Oh yeah. That's worse. Cause you're kind of like, you're, you're almost like you're lying to yourself that you're being understanding or that you do get it. Right. Right. And then deep inside, you're just fucking raging, bro. You know, or it's like a hundred times worse. Yeah. I've yeah. had that happen for sure. So it's, it's been, it's been cool. I mean, um, I, I, like, I even think like, like what journaling even looks like, like you said, like maybe it's just fucking not having a journal or writing it down. Like you, I, do, yeah. I have realized I don't like writing it down on my phone. I, I just don't think. It's yeah. The same. For me personally, and I hate writing. I fucking hate writing. But I think it's just like the exercise of your physically fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah. That extra little mind power to. Well, and I think for me, that's really what it is, bro. Because, man, like, I, I, I won't speak for everyone, but I think about everything that I do now, right? Like how easy it is for me to open up my phone and research something right or find an answer to something and then like my i feel like my attention span has gone down so much mm -hmm. because everything is so accessible even just even just to sip, think about this bro you we used to have to sit down and watch tv and you had to fucking mm -hmm. wait 30 40 seconds through a commercial and now it's for me sometimes like even unwillingly right it seems eternal like i'm like ah oh, commercials like no give me what i want give me what i want you know right. and and so i've seen how that slowly for me translate into like hey your mind is also doing the same things to where it just keeps going and going and going and going and so like i think writing it also makes it very real for me like it just it's like okay this is fucking concrete like this is really what it is you know no yeah. and then and not only that but even just to be able to go back to it and like read some of that shit is like, damn, that's wild. I, I actually recently did that. I was having a day where I was just like, fuck, you know, 
and I, and I, uh, so, you know, we, we went on this, on, we took the, we took the weekend off and went on the river trip came. So Thursday, which is the day we took off Thursday morning, they tell me at work, Hey, we, I'm like, bro, I'm coming back from the river on Sunday. And they're like, well, even if you show up play, but we need you there. So anyway, that screwed up my whole week. And not only was I working nights, but I didn't start off with any sleep. So it just kind of threw everything off. And so, you know, it, it, it left me to just feel black and to let my mind wander. And then, you know, we kind of drink in and all that is just like, it kind of adds up. And I actually had a moment where I went back to my journal and like, for me, going back and reading some of the stuff. And when I hit these low points too, it's almost, it's almost like validating and reassuring like, damn, bro, you know, in that moment, like I can almost go back to that moment and, and like, remember where I was, but mm. also remember feeling like, like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get out of this. Or like, I don't know how the hell I'm ever going to feel better than what I feel right now, you know? And so it was, it was kind of nice to be like, Oh, all right. I can sit in this for a minute, but we're going to get through it. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I kind of feel the same way from coming back from the trip too. Not necessarily because I was sleep deprived or anything like that, but, <laughs> but it was mainly, you know, just like the definitely the alcohol. I think, I think I underestimated like how just overall tired I was just in general, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, and like, and we kind of discussed this earlier, like even um, like the I, I think for me where where I was a little tired um was just in, in in my ability of like meeting new people and what that's like especially like during quarantine you know yeah it, yeah it, it's uh you know it, it's it's a trip especially I mean whatever some people are better at it than others you know but I feel like for me personally like I'm definitely the type of person that I'd rather keep to people who I already know because it, it's safe for me for me that's safe like you know I don't right. have to deal with with any any other, you know, whatever's. And so, um, so I definitely felt like a little bit of that hangover of like, who, like, okay, I could like finally like just go back to like being me, you know? And I think, I think because of that, even I look back, I'm like, man, like maybe you, you were kind of being weird in some parts or you were being quirky in some part, you know, like, or like I, you weren't, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily feel all the way there, you know? Gotcha. Uh, at the same time, it's like, that's okay. Like, you know, I, or at least where I'm at now is like not beating myself up over it because it's like it, it happened. You kind of just continue on with it. Yeah. And, and you got got to be accepted. Like not being hard on myself. That that was kind of hard at times too. Of like, like, because I also felt like, you know, I'd be like, why were you being like that? Why, you know? And I, like, it's funny. I think I did get to a few things that I hadn't thought about in the cool last minute as to why I was the way I was. Like, you know, if I ever was weird or anything like that um mm-hmm. and it was it was it was interesting because i thought about aspects of my childhood i hadn't thought about in a cool minute um so and, and it's just like even right now i'm like fuck that that is kind of odd so some at some point last week uh, i was on facebook and i saw an old friend an old friend from uh from um from elementary and like, you know how, like, I think she had like changed her profile picture or something like that. I forgot okay. exactly what it was, but like, mind you, this person is not, they're not active on Facebook. So I never see anything on my feed. And so at some point last week, I saw this point being this, this was a friend that when I was, dude, when I was in elementary, like second, third, fourth grade, 
second, third, fourth grade, something like those three years, there was this one, um, th this friend that I had. And dude, like talk about El Dedo y El Moco, bro. Like we always hung out. Like we were always together. And like my, like for me, this was fun, bro. This is what we would do during fucking recess. We would literally just chill under a tree and talk. Nice. Every day. Literally, it, it got to a point where I think the teacher had a talk with both of our parents. Telling <laughs> them like, hey, like, you, like, you know, it's great that you have this friendship, but you kind of need to talk to right. people, you know? And, and like my, I mean, I felt like I talked to other people, like, I, you know, I was in sports. So like, you know, I, like I had other friends, but I, I also, you know, I think with that, like as a young kid uh, and, you know, during times where like, you know, when my mom got diagnosed and I was already kind of, you know, in this fucking cloud, you know, there was also, you know, I'm sure we all have experienced it. Like, you know, there's fucking times where I was bullied, bro. And like, Bullying in Inglewood is rough, dude. Like, because it's not just like you're being bullied for who you are. It's like, like, especially in middle school, dude. Like, it was like fucking little cholitos coming at you with their click. And it's like, if you know, like, and I'll be honest, dude, that scared the shit out of me. Like, scared the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> I told you the story about the time that I fucking saw those eighth graders about to jump me and my friends. So oh, like, yeah. I ran off. I told you the other day, bro. Yeah. Like, Dude, I was a scared little kid because for me, like when I went back home, like I was like, I think I was fortunate enough to not have to be in a home where like I was getting punked all the time. On the contrary, like I was a young little boy who's, you know, my mom was going through her shit. Like we like we were trying to be as caring for each other as possible because of all the turmoil that we were experiencing. And then when I was out in the fucking streets, out at school or whatever, it was the complete opposite. It was like, no, like you better, you know, like you better watch your back type of thing. Yeah. And I just didn't excel in, 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 play, in um, environments like that. Like I was too busy being afraid. I remember the first day before uh, I started middle school being like, I couldn't sleep that morning because I knew middle school was going to be a completely different playing ground. Uh, like, yeah. 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 You know, like, um, and there's like, clicks and shit by then now oh yeah dude yeah yeah we were right next to the high school literally this was the layout it was my middle school right in front of crozier uh, middle school is the um the inglewood city hall and the police department inglewood uh, pd and then right next to that was a library and right next to that was the high school so like after school mm. it was a jungle fuck of like all these teenagers just you know and like i said dude like it, for me, it was scary being young in, in an environment where you're being asked as a male, like, you need to start fucking, you know, manning up. And if you don't, you're going to get punked. And, dude, right. like, I, got, I would get punked pretty, pretty badly at times, dude. Um, and, and there were definitely times where I just, you just get so fucking fed up and, like, you know, you stand up for yourself. But even through all that, like, it's all based off of fear, you know? And right. I um, and not not to sound like you know I'm this little saint whatever I like you know going into high school dude I I definitely found myself going to that opposite spectrum where I would pump on people too and um and so it's not like I'm a saint like I, I definitely understand that but anyways all this to say when it comes to meeting new people 
especially males, honestly, the first thing I think is like, man, I hope they're nice. I hope they're nice to me. That's mm. honestly what I think, bro. That's all I think. Like, I hope they're nice to me, you know? And, and, um, and like you said, that's not to say that I'm, I've been, I'm sure I've been fucking mean to people too. Like, cause you know, cause I'm an asshole. Like there's pieces of me that I think at, in those moments, I probably didn't have figured out or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but I think now I'm, I'm definitely okay with, with thinking. And I know that probably sounds soft to some guys, like what the fuck, like, you know, whatever, but that's genuinely, genuinely what I think. Like, I hope they're nice to me. I hope they're kind. Cause that's how I want to be with them. I want to be kind. I want to be nice. I want like, you know, even like you shared that thing about Dave Chappelle, like that culture of kindness and what the fuck that means. You know, I think mm. me that, that, oh man, that, that would be so great for me to, to be in more environments like that, man, because I'm, you know, I, I and like, you see me, dude, like I've had my bouts of anger issues where like, I'm looking for, pro- for trouble, you know, or right. Right. Like, now, as I look back, it's like, it was, I mean, I think the wiring and the processing and the tools that I was using at that time were just wrong for me, you know, but now I'm just like, dude, you're just a scared little kid, dog. Like, let's be real, dude. You don't, you don't uh, want to pardon any of those things. You just, you just want to have a good time with people and, and share that love, you know? And like, it, it's not like, even me saying that, like, I've thought about me saying that on this podcast. I'm like, dude, you're going to sound like a little bitch. But it's the truth, man. And nah, I, I love that. Honestly, I don't, I don't take, I, I won't take that back for anybody, you know? Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> I love that. Dude, fuck yeah. You know, I, man, I, I think I find it always like, as I hear you talk, I hear, you know, you've heard me share some of my shit and like we've had conversations that do talk about their stuff and like, I always feel like in a way we became what we feared you know like for me it was like i always felt like shit and have so much anxiety feeling like i needed to be this fucking you know manly man that was sleeping around that was a fucking party guy that was doing the drugs and having a good old time and then it was like you know almost like cheating right if you can't fucking what do they say like if you can't if you can't like beat them join them yeah join them right exactly and i I think that that was my defense mechanism of like well fuck man i i I, who i want to be isn't gonna fucking last in this world so i'm gonna be like y'all so that way you know i can fucking win and then realizing like this shit ain't me i need to actually go back and realize that like i was a kid at some point you know and rightfully so bro like i get it being hard on ourselves but Shit, you're talking about you're talking about all that stuff that you've gone through and somehow you're all of a sudden supposed to be like super social like fuck you know like you shouldn't be so hard on yourself about shit like that especially like even now i mean i, I you know i didn't know too much about that but like even in elementary to, to just staying to yourself like it's not like you were ever you know like surrounded by big crowds and all of a sudden you're trying to do it now as an adult like fuck yeah it's gonna be difficult yeah you know that's crazy. It was also a lot of fun. So just the also. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? like, For sure. No, it, it, it was. It, it like, was that, that, that aspect of like, you know, of like the tiredness. Like, why the fuck am I so tired? Why am I like, you know? That. No, yeah, dude. It was definitely, um, there was there was a moment of social overload for sure. I mean, I think I, I think I thought about that too because, you know, I can be I can be a little more on the extroverted side, but even I was kind of like, oh, certain things that I was, you know, 
were my own things. Honestly, they were my own things. I don't think any anybody really did anything that was like I blame them. It was just like myself that I was kind of like, what the fuck? I'm going through like a little anxiety or like, why the fuck do I feel uncomfortable? And then like, uh, it kind of just like clicked. Like, well, motherfucker, you haven't been in a setting like this in over a year, you know? Hey, and to our listeners, like that shit's a thing, you know, like this shit's a thing. Like if you, if you've really been like quarantined and you're slowly making your way out to hanging out with groups of people, especially people that you might not necessarily know, like, Dude, you have to like. It's like working out. Like you got to get back in shape for this type of stuff. You know, it, it it can add up. It can get to you. You know, you almost have to be prepared for that. You know. Um. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, man? Sh- shout out to my girlfriend, man. Shout out to my girlfriend because when I came back, dude, I pretty much was at that point too, where it's like, all right, cool. I just spent four days with with some cool people. Like this is great, but it was like, all right, I need like a break. And I felt bad because it was like, well, I just came back home. I haven't seen you in a couple of days, and it was like. Hey, you know, but that communication and like, just, I guess that level of trust to being able to like, Hey, like I just need a moment to just go home and just be able to fucking hear nothing for a minute and, you know, re regather myself and regroup. And so that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I got to know myself a lot. I got to know myself a lot. Um, it's crazy. I, I actually remember you mentioning that whole bullying thing to me and, and, and believe it or not, bro, like for, for me, like I, I, I saw the other because you like and you said it yourself, like in high school, you were the opposite. And it was like, that's the only Santi that I knew. I mean, I never judged you. I never thought you were a piece of shit or anything. But like, I just thought like you were hard. Like I was like this motherfucker. Like, I don't really want to fuck with Santi. Like, cause you know, and uh, it takes a lot of fucking balls and courage to really re- like even understand that. Because I feel like in those moments, we don't even realize that. Like, I don't think we realize how much that fucks with us, you know, yeah. being so upset or whatever. Like, I always laugh when we talk about like, oh, man, being emotional. And I'm like, being angry is also emotional. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we're yeah. so used to when we say emotions, we think sad. We think like, man, you know, but it's like, hey, bro, I know, I know, like, we call those, the, we call them bitches for fucking being emotional, but <laughs> You're getting all upset and loud. Like, that's an emotion, too. And a very valid one. A very valid one, you know? But I was just interesting how all these fucking definitions and things can just so easily get twisted, you know? Yeah, no, most deaf, man. Most deaf. Fuck. And, and you're right. Like, you turn into the thing. Because even now, like, there's times where, like, it's not like I'm always nice. To, sometimes I'm kind of an asshole. And I'm like, right. like where's that coming? Like, what? <laughs> Why are you being like this right now? You know? Um, I definitely don't think I bully people. Like, I don't I don't think I'm like, what's up, bitch? What? Like, you know? <laughs> buckle, but, but, like, there's that, like, you know, because I, I also know, like, kind of like you, you mentioned on the podcast, like, I can be petty. I know I can be a little smart ass or you know, make certain remarks. I I think that's a little different in in certain circles because it's all about context. But I don't know. It's just kind of kind of funny. But yeah, how was how was uh, your Mother's Day, bro? Dude, well, as you know, my mom's mom's in Mexico, so I uh, I gave her a shout her a message, told her what's up. I'm actually gonna go this weekend. I I texted her today. I'm gonna give her a call here in a little bit and um, let her know, like, hey, I told her me and Julian are gonna take you out to eat, so don't make plans on Saturday. So. I'm gonna go out there. I'm looking forward to it, man. I didn't, I didn't. So I, I have discussed this with the guys in the podcast before and, and real quick, 
I'm glad the episode is out now because I didn't want to take away from actual Mother's Day to discuss it. Um, but I, I, you know, I want to acknowledge also, you know, those of us gentlemen that don't have the healthiest relationships with their mom, yeah. you know, that that maybe feel like Sunday's the day to be grateful. But sometimes we really don't feel like like we know at the core of it, we are right. And they gave us life and we understand it. Um, but we also feel like pieces of shit because we really aren't like super happy and excited about this. And, and so I want to take a second to just acknowledge that and, and to validate it because it requires work, you know, to figure out where that comes from. And, and I challenge our listeners to figure that shit out, you know, because as I'm trying to figure mine out, I've been I've been a little transparent about realizing that sometimes I feel like shit as to why I don't, you know, call my mom every day and you know, I can't make excuses for that, but I've, I've come to learn that there's a reason that, fuck, I didn't feel like I was being hurt as a kid, you know, and kind of like you said, something like sometimes I'm like, fuck, I feel like such a bitch even saying it. But the truth is, is that it's those things that have now translated into me and as an adult that make me a little upset, you know, and I'm trying to channel them and work on them. And, you know, I really look forward to having these these deeper conversations with my mom. Um, you know, like I said, but but, you know, taking that second to to validate that because I know that not everybody feels super happy and dandy and grateful for their moms, you know, and, and, and I would love to, to think that they all um, try to do their best, you know, um, but whatever it is, man, whatever it is that y'all feel, whatever it is that you're going through that, that's stopping you from feeling like you really could give your mother a hug right now. Like, I'm sorry. And, and it's valid, you know, and it's valid and hopefully you find it in you to, you know, to figure that out for yourself at the end of the day and hopefully in you working on yourself and not allowing that to stop you from doing you can bring you closer to your parents, you know, if able, right? Or at least have a more sense of peace, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, so for, for mine, I actually, I spent it pretty much for myself, you know, um, uh, I, I saw my sister and my grandma the day before the day of, I was just by myself. Um, my girlfriend was hustling, dude, she was grinding, she was doing her thing. And so, and then, you know, my mom being in Mexico. So I actually, I helped out my girlfriend to go, um, pick up a picnic. Right. It's funny, dude. Cause the whole day I was like, going back to that mindset of like, oh, it's mother's day today fucking blows. I feel kind of sad, but no, 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 I'm cool, but I'm cool. Like I'm grown now. I understand it now. I'm fine. And uh, fuck, man, when I went to go pick up the picnic, the, you know, the mom there, she was this older woman and like, man, she was she was just like she had this fucking spirit about her. She ends up asking about what I do. I mentioned the podcast. You know, she she wants she like made me to put me on the spot. She's like, I want you to pitch it to me right now. Like pitch it to me. And I'm like, fuck. she's like, no, I want you to sell me on what you do. Like, so I'm sitting there like trying to sell her on it. And then she's just like hyping me up, bro. And I was just like fuck like i do miss my mom you know like as much as i tell myself that i'm strong enough and uh, i'm a grown-ass man nothing like it man you know nothing like having that support and and as much as i can be very upset and hurt about things that, that i might have gone through as a kid like at the end of the day just being able to have her here is like fuck it's hard you know it's hard um but 
you know, again, grateful, grateful that I can at least talk to her, right. That, that I can communicate with her, that I know that she's doing fine. Um, you know, at least FaceTiming and stuff like that in the meantime. So, um, but yeah, you know, like I said, hyped up my sister, hyped up my girlfriend, my mom, my grandma, all the women, my aunt, you know, everyone that I know. Um, so it was, it was peaceful. It was a peaceful day, you know, for the most part, I, I'd say it was a peaceful day. What about you? You finally got to see the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, sorry. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking like no, you're fine. for me, it just kind of like, it's, uh, it's interesting hearing that like other perspective, like, and I think that's just me because I'm so fucking ignorant about it in the sense that like, I think I was fortunate enough to have like such a, like I have such a good relation, you know, that dude, like, you know, yeah. so like, you know, it, like it's, um, I think for me, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I just think it comes down to like, I can't understand it. It just makes me just that much more grateful that I'm, you know, I'm in the position that I'm at and right. Uh, anywho. Um, yeah. And that, and you know what, and that it's, and that it's valid. Like I always, I always try to tell people like, cause I've had, I know people that, you know, for example, like, well, I don't want to talk about my relationship because mine's really good. And it's like, no, no, no. I, I also, hopefully you understand that. Like, I love that. Like, I love that. And like, I just want to be heard. And by no means am I like petty towards anybody else, nor do I want anybody else to feel that way, you know? Cause I think that that sometimes I mean, maybe not necessarily you Papa, but I feel like there are some of us that, because we have things good, we almost feel like we're not allowed to feel what we feel, you know? And I think that's important too. Like, Hey, yeah, sure. It's an opportunity. Like Santa said to be grateful, but like, it's still valid. And like, and how awesome that you, that, you know, whether it's a dollar, whether it's a great relationship, whether it's a fucking taco, whatever it is like that, you have it. Awesome. Like that's fucking dope. And, and it should be validated. Yeah, no, you're most definitely right. And I, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was cool, dude. I yeah, I was able to see my uh, my parents, my family after after a minute. Like, well, you know, obviously with quarantine and everything, I feel like our family takes it pretty serious. Not, okay, like we t we take it serious enough, you know. Um, and I think what makes it even more difficult is like we we're all in different areas. Like I'm in South OC, my sister's in Inglewood, my other sister's in fucking Rancho, my mom's in uh, Mobile. So it's just kind of like, ugh, like it's a little bit of a chore, you know? What I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like, I think even a few weeks ago, my mom was like, "Oh, like Miko, like what time are you coming?" I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not going this weekend." She's like, "Why not?" And I was like, "Cause." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like it came out to like, dude, like I just kind of want to relax at home, you know? Yeah, Ninety one, bro. I felt guilty about it, but at the same time, it's like why don't you come down here? Like, you know, and I yeah. also feel like there, there's that flojera a little bit, not to say we don't want to see each other, of course, you know, but yep. Yep. Convenience is always nice. Right. Right. Um, right. Anywho, but yeah, this weekend was my, uh, my sister's, everything just combines mother's day. My sister's birthday was on Saturday. So we, That's we, all, right. That's right. we all kicked it on Saturday and, um, Oh man, it was so fucking awesome. Like, and like, I, I hit you up and we talked about it earlier, but I like, you know, even like the whole talk about like our, our outing, I was like, dude, Arizona was dope. Like, and I know it's gonna like for me, it's gonna age like wine. Cause even as I was talking about it to people, I was like, dude, we had so much fun. We we're doing this, this, and that, whatever, you know. Uh, and, and it's not even like we did that fucking much. We really just kicked <laughs> it at the at the house. Um, and then went to the fucking bar. Um, but um 
uh what was it? oh but, you ran but, but then i but then i hit you up but then i hit you up and i'm like you know as, as fun as it was like me in that moment being with like my family my people it just felt so like like you, you're you're good just kick your feet up just relax like there's nothing there's nothing to worry about you know that just to me was just, it's so nice bro like i i fucking i love that and i just hit you up like dude there's nothing like being with family and I think I also felt that largely because I don't get to see them as often, you know. That's a great that was, point. That was a big. That was a big. Uh, there, that was a big factor. Like I hadn't seen them in such a long time. I hadn't been able to kick it with them to to that degree because it was literally like little celebration and like that was the first time we had a gathering like that. It's literally since the pandemic, you know, because there was a few family friends there. Like I said, like. You know, and it, it was just so, and honestly, I was kind of grateful Arizona happened before because we talked about how like, you know, even being around people after quarantine is kind of, it could be difficult. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so I, I, I felt like that was able to break that, that, I guess, um, that those habits that I may have created in my security. Okay. And like, okay, like, like I'm good. Like, cause I could see other people in the beginning, they, they seemed a little hesitant, even like hugging, yeah, yeah, like yeah. people didn't want to hug and all of it makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh, right. But at the same time, like, I know for a fact, like my, my cuñado did his best to make sure everyone who was there was vaccinated. Like we, we, we were, I felt like we were pretty responsible, but even despite all the responsibility, there is still this hesitation. <laughs> and so I just thought that was kind of funny. Cause I didn't feel that. Cause I think, cause I had already, you know, um, we had right. Already, oh like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know that makes sense. Yeah, so, so cool. No, you know what? You brought up a good point about, about like having that comfort, comfortable place and i i i feel like had we had we had that comfortable place already uh in place right like set like you already see sure. your family i even feel like the river trip would have might have been even like a little different because i i think we talked about that like yeah. that reassurance dude and that fucking like that strength that you get from having a circle dude you feel like you can move mountains sometimes you know and in this case like you didn't have that you know, like your, your place, you know, your safe place wasn't there. Um, you know, obviously because of reasons out of our control, but I don't know, maybe I also think for myself, I'm like, maybe these are also those things that like, as much as I'm trying to challenge myself and grow, like, I think there's only, there's, there are certain things that like have to like, they just happen out of your control. You know, like they just kind of happen and it's like, oh shit. And then you go back to it and you're like, oh, well, I grew from that because I'm still here. And like, you know, I probably would have never put myself in that uncomfortable situation if I had the choice, but like I was tested, Yeah. you know? And I, and I, I think that, you know, not that anything bad happened, like I'm making it sound like something bad, but like, I just feel like overall, I feel like I was so proud and so happy. And like, I, I felt so good to be put in a setting where it's like these random guys, essentially random guys all just fucking got together. And at, at the end of the day, everything was handled in a healthy way. Yeah. no, Like, that was such a fucking, like, to me, I was like, whoa. Like, you know, there was even one point where, like, I even told everyone that I was, like, super grateful because someone mentioned how they felt to the group. And, like, you could tell that they were feeling kind of uncomfortable because, like, you know, pretty much we're having, a, like, a really good talk like we normally do. Mm -hmm. But but somebody felt uncomfortable because they just thought like, Oh shit, like shit's about to go down, you know? And to be honest with you, I feel like 
if we're being selfish about it, I think every person probably thought like, what, you know, because we're so used to having those conversations, but in that moment, like, it's like, everyone was listening to that dude and was like, Oh, Oh, like, Oh bro. Like, no, we were cool. And I was like, damn, like, that's fucking dope. That's dope that nobody was like trying to make a joke out of it. Talk shit. Like it was cool. Like we were talking shit all weekend. Don't get me wrong. You know? Um, but like in that moment, we took that shit seriously. We took it for what it was and we handled it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and I was very grateful for that. Like there was definitely those those highlights and you know, fucking shotgunning beers and doing all kinds of stuff out there too. You know, it was it was a it was a great time, but no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, so, yeah, no, that, that it was fun, like you know, I mentioned. I just think like there's no place like home. At the no, end no, no, no. I, I, I get what you're saying. That. And and I think yeah. and I think we talked about it earlier too, like just a little bit about kind of like the mindset that you go into things sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, you know, for example, if I'm going, if I'm going with my, with my friends out and I'm bringing my girlfriend, I know I'm, I'm essentially bringing her into my environment. It's a comfortable place where I'm there to be me. And, you know, she's going to get to know my friends or whatever the case is. Now she says, Hey, you know, we're going out here. I can bring my boyfriend come with me. That mindset's a little different. Like, of course, I'm going to have a good time, but like, I'm more, yeah, a little more defensive and I need to get better about that. But I'm also like, I'm not in a mindset of being myself. Like I'm in a mindset of just like, I'm her boyfriend. So I'm kind of going to feel the room, which I mean, I think those boundaries are kind of natural, but like, to what point you know what i mean like i feel like i'm learning too that 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 toxic side of me that's like hey bro like just be fucking like your friendly you like all of a sudden you know like i I mean it hasn't happened lately but like i can think of times where i've had girlfriends and like you know the second i'm introduced to another one of and there's a guy around like right it's like oh what's up like who are these guys like what's you know like what's up with all that so just like these little these little habits that you know i've had to get out of and and again just kind of adjusting that mindset to uh you know to adapt to those environments i think adapting man adapting is huge and i used to hate myself for that a lot because i used to think i was very fake like i was very fake because you know if i'm hanging out with the youth right now well i talk to them a certain way if i'm hanging out with the construction workers i talk to them a certain way if i'm hanging out with you like we talk to each other and i almost used to feel like like i was very fake you know mm-hmm. and while when I needed validation, there was definitely a lot of acceptance that I wanted from that. And that's why I was making those adjustments. And I, I've been able to pinpoint that now. Mm. And so in doing that, I've also been very grateful that I think that I can adapt to these different environments. Like I see the good in it now where I could say, okay, I am just one person. Like I am who I am. I stand up for what I believe, but now I can adapt to different environments to the way that I address it. You know, when I'm talking to the youth, I might have to talk to them a certain way. I might have to talk to the guys in construction a different way. And I think that's the part, too, that sometimes can get blurry because it's like, oh, well, you can't talk to people like that. And it's like, well, if you don't, I think it's important to understand your audience. I mean, look at us, bro. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why we don't sit here and fucking turn this into a therapy session for the next hour. You know, there's a reason why when we first talked about this, we talked about being okay with cussing. Because we knew, like, I'm not trying to talk to a 10 year old. And, and like, you know, be all chipper and happy. Like I'm trying to talk to dudes that are dealing with shit, just like I am that yeah. are trying to make the effort, but that it, it kind of feels like home as we do. So like, it's got to resonate, you know? Yeah. Dude, and, so, and 
I, I think I've, I've mentioned the fucking men's group this this past few podcasts. But, dude, they're so fucking dope. Like, dude. man, I, I honestly, like, I, I, I feel like I've gotten to a point with, with that group. You know, m- mind you, in the beginning, I, I was really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was no like, listening, like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know. And I don't know. I, I just think, it, it, like, for me, like, whatever, you know. But now I, I feel like I've really grown to a point where I'm like, dude, I, I love these guys. These guys are so fucking cool. Like, even on Thursday, I felt like I had I had moments with a few of the guys. Then we texted after and out. Like, like um, one specifically, he sent me, like, just the warmest words that I've fucking read in a long time. And, dude, like, I, I kept reading the text. So, like, almost like if it was coming from my significant other. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you know what tripped me out about that? I, I don't think I've ever done that with that type of admiration to another man to that extent. That's dope. That's dope. Right? And yeah. I, I think that for me was it was almost a milestone because um, apart for me personally, this is, like I think, a personal value. Part of the reason also why I think um, I want to take part in this journey of journey, whatever of fucking development, whatever that means, is honestly to to take the weight off of me always looking for a female to to lick my wounds or to make me feel better or whatever, you know, because yeah. it's not their job, dog. Like, you know, like um, and I, I, I think it comes down to like, you know, my mother, my sister, even my fiance. Right. But like. You know they're there to to also enjoy to have good times with it's not just and like you know for bad times too but but at what point do we seek a male figure for when, when we're at our most vulnerable spot and we seek help from you know what i mean and so yeah dude he just this guy just sent me the fucking warmest words and and even the whole group because there were some things that i shared with them, and dude they were just so like nurturing and I don't know about you, but the word masculinity and the word nurturing don't don't go together. They, traditionally, they do not go together. And to see that, dude, is fucking well. It, for me, it it was a uh, damn. Like I, I can't even put it into words, bro. It, but it was just fucking uh, humbling. Is the, is the word I'm gonna use? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's funny because I I actually remember like when we first started, I almost felt like. Like, I mean, you know, and you hopefully you can attest to this, like, and you can fucking be honest, but like, I feel like I never pushed you with the social hours, Uh, but like, but being knowing you, like, I always feel like there was always something, you know, (laughs) like, oh, hey, bro, it's because I just got the meeting or like, you know what, I've been on my phone all day or like, you know, I haven't eaten or like, I'm doing this and like, and I almost get this like, like. Oh, even if you're eating, you're on the fucking screen while you're grubbing or whatever you're grubbing. You know, like I, I definitely sense that um, from you now where like you're fucking, you know, you're about it. Um, and like, and fuck, dude, lately with my work schedule, too, I feel like I don't feel bad. Like I, I, it's been very reassuring, like even for the guys to just be like, hey, man, like we miss you or just to be like, hey, dude, like don't beat yourself up. Like it's cool because I do because I'm like, fuck, bro, like you know, me leading by example, I'm not there. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I beat myself up about it. And and then like having a healthy circle now and then to get a message like, Hey bro, like it's cool. Like we're here next week. It's like, damn, you know, like how it's been, it's been so valuable 
and and I've been so grateful now to be like to have that. So it stops all that shit, right? All that fucking like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Oh, you can't do this. It's like, wow, that reassurance and the validation that I'm able to receive from my healthy circle, like, is is doing its fucking job. Like, it's it's really helping, you know. And yet, I'm telling y'all, like, even the conversations are like. I, I can't, man. Like, and, and I'll be honest, bro. I think that's why I'm so, why I'm like, I really want to refocus on how to get these messages out there because of the men's circles. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, sure, we saw progress with like likes, with follows, with this, with blah, whatever, right? Like, you can get on the anchor and see who listens, who doesn't. Um, and sure, like, maybe, maybe when I'm feeling like, why the fuck am I doing this? Those might be little moments of reassurance, but honestly, dude, like my drive is like, is our boys, like that social hour that I'm just like, dog, nah, like this shit's working for us. And like, and what I love is that we're all so driven to fucking not only motivate ourselves, but we have so much interest in the community around us, you know? And so for me, I'm like, nah, man, we have to fucking, like keep this going, you know, and I'm telling you, sometimes I'm just like, man, like, you know, I hear some of the guys at work talking. I'm like, dude, trust me, like, it's not a fucking kumbaya, you know, mm. but then I help and say, think like, hey, I get it, though. Like, I totally get it. And and and, and I'm not going to focus on that and stopping it from taking away from me enjoying this circle with these guys, you know. But with that being said, you know, one thing that popped in my head. Like, cause I also feel like maybe I don't want it to sound too clickish. It's not like, oh, there's a seat there for you. Oh, there's absolutely. A, there, there, there's a seat. If you want to come check it, the seats there. And, you know, I feel like whenever we've even had new people, dude, I feel like everyone is so warm and like curious, like come join. Like we're, uh, you know, um, we like, you, you could even say we have the warmth of a cult join us but don't <laughs> we, we, we're not cultish that you don't way. gotta sign anything speaking of a- midsomar is a good cult movie i just watched last week it's really trippy if you want to watch a good cult movie why does that sound familiar it's uh it just it came out at the re- ranch mm, they're they're like out in like fucking sweden or something out in the, it's oh, like no, at least no, daytime no. it's a very bright movie kind well, of there's there's the the one about the that guy that ran like a cult in like some farm. Oh, Waco. You're talking about no, Waco. That's a documentary or not. Docu- that's like a bio. No, it was like, it, it was uh, like a docu-series kind of. Docu-series. There we go. Yeah, yeah. No, the movie, this is like a horror movie. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to check it out. I have to check it out. Yeah. Th- this is as I'm trying to say that we're not a cult. Um, promise we're not. But, um, but yeah, do fucking, um, Ah oh, man, there's a seat there for you if, if y'all want to come or even if you want to listen. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Hey, honestly, and I'll, I'll tell you straight up, like, you know, everyone and anyone is welcome. I mean, literally, um, you know, even if you feel like it's gay and you feel the need to come talk to us and tell us that we're being gay, please, seriously, like, because, <laughs> hey, that shit's valid. I mean, I'm not telling you that I agree with you, but I'm saying, like, it's valid, like, yeah. We're not here to knock on anyone. And, and it's a fucking curveball. I'll tell you that. It's a curveball. I think more than anything, it's a curveball because 
I've learned that a lot of the shit that I do is just in my de- my defense mechanism. It's not really like me trying to attack people. It's just I I feel like I already know what's going to be said to me, so I'm already acting that way. And I realize that that goes for a lot of things in my life. I already knew how women were going to be, so I was acting a certain way. I knew my parents were going to say, so I behaved a certain way. I knew my friends were going to tell me. And then, you know, the circle starts changing. The relationships start getting healthier. Things with my parents are changing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now it's me. You know, and and you know what? It's a shitty, but it's an amazing feeling at the same time. It sucks. It sucks to have to admit some of the shit that that I've had to do or that I, that are like toxic stuff that I have. But it's like it's so liberating to be like, fuck, yeah, I'm on a better path. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, yeah, this doesn't define me. I'm not staying here. So we definitely encourage it. Thursday nights, 6 to 8 p.m. Join us. It is, send us a DM and uh, we'll send you guys the link. We have the link up on our bio. Uh, on the link tree has everything on there email website whatever it is hit us up if you have questions comments you know topics you want to talk about or things you need to get off your chest man reach out reach out yeah most stuff, man hell yeah um but yeah dude fucking hope um me and carlos have been talking about ways to revamp some of our podcast episodes we're trying to get maybe some some people um um what's the word guests like yeah, yeah. Had in the past <laughs> we've also talked about maybe uh you know taking some time and figuring out how to be more intentional because we don't want to be monotonous and like every week you just hear from me and carlos and how our week is going <laughs> and after a while you know um makes sense it, it just like you, you're getting just two perceptions all perspectives all the time and, right. and i think there's so many more perspectives especially as it relates to um, men's wellness men's development uh, and and whatnot so so yeah i mean stay tuned uh hopefully we can come up with uh, cool ways to keep y'all engaged and, and as always you know uh i think our, our dms are pretty much open for uh for communication for dialogue right so. shoot it shoot it if you've been struggling with this whole journey of you know yourself and got some shit you want to share with us let us know let us know we can talk for sure man for sure other than that, Papa, take care of yourself. Gentlemen, take care of you guys yourself. Have you guys have a good night. Take it easy, man. Cheers. Ladies. Ay, cari, retiérrate, mi gente hermosa.